VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DOUG. That's DOUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the TyRack.com studios, TyRack.com. Well, if you get there, unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. Uh, I got a couple things to get to before we get to love and hate. Okay? A couple things. And this is the hard thing about Mondays. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I College football, I'd love to talk about it. Did you guys watch Georgia and Auburn? Like, what a great game. Blake Bowers. Holy hell, is he a good player. He's going to be a star tight end in the National Football League. And say whatever you want about the SEC being down, but like, man, between the hedges in Georgia, and I know they have the hedges in Auburn down the Plains, but that was an, the, the oldest rivalry in the Deep South. Whoo, that was a good one. That was a good one. USC thumped Colorado. Final score, not indicative. We're not, we're not giving, um, what is it called, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, we're not, we're not doing moral victories. Sorry. Uh, they they were getting their asses ass, asses handed to them. Is there ever a moral victory in any sport? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, there are. I mean, and right. and look, and I I like that Colorado didn't lay down, but I mean, do we expect them to lay down? It was more USC was like, eh, let's just get out of here. Nobody get hurt. And nobody get hurt. And it's a little bit of that. That's that's USC football. Oregon State, huge win on a Friday night. They're going to be a problem. A lot to get to college football-wise, but Notre Dame's win. Uh, that was a big one at, at Duke. I love Duke. But we have a Monday night football game, and it's it's really interesting. You know, here's what I was thinking. See if you guys can keep up with this comparison. So here's what people say. Well, we haven't seen anything like what Deion Sanders has done at Colorado in one year, turning it all around, bringing in all these transfers. Um, the team they're playing against this past weekend is USC, right? Does anybody recall what happened to USC football two years ago? 
Anybody? Clay Helton's last season? They brought in a bunch of... They won four games. They fired the coach. They brought in a new coach, okay, who brought his quarterback with him. Dear God, it's like people who cover sports. I don't blame fans that don't know college football. I don't blame you at all, right? It's not your job to give historical perspective. It's our job. USC is the exact same thing as Colorado. Yes, it was at the one double A level. The, the point is, Shador Sanders was a star, was a stud. They didn't, I don't think they lost a regular season game. And he brought Travis Hunter with him. He got all these transfers, right? Dudes that were going to go to other high level Division I schools, whatever, portal guys too. And they loaded up. And they flipped it from one win to this year, they'll probably win, I don't know, six. USC last year has Lincoln Riley, head coach, brings Caleb Williams and a good portion of Oklahoma's recruiting class with them. They go from four wins to 11. It just happened, and it's on the same field. And there wasn't one moment where somebody goes, you know, what's happened at Co- what's happening in Colorado is what happened at USC. Okay, so let me give you the possible, at least it's possible, for Zach Wilson. Like, wait, how'd you go from, stick with me for a second. Now, Zach Wilson was the number two pick of the draft, so it's a higher draft pick. But in the exact same uniform, for the exact same team, Geno Smith was a second-round pick, okay, was their starting quarterback. And he was hated. 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 Matter of fact, in the exact same stadium, he was the one, Geno Smith, who got the start for Eli Manning to end Eli Manning's consecutive Stark streaks. Was he not? And I would contend, I lived in the tri-state area at the time, that had they simply given the job on that day to Davis Webb, there wouldn't have been all the hubbub. People wouldn't have been, because he'd be like, well, Davis Webb's young. They give him a start. The Giants aren't going anywhere. But because it was Geno Smith, and Geno Smith was thought to be a bum, that everybody lost their jobs because of that move. Eli Manning is lovable, likable. He's a he's a good laugh track along with his brother tonight on Monday Night Football. But make no mistake about it. The Manning family was like, Geno Smith starting for a guy? And everybody lost their jobs because of it, even though they were all on board. This was all part of the plan. So you go from that Geno Smith to Geno Smith is making $20 million this year. And I don't think he's great, but he's a good, solid starting quarterback. Right? And ask anybody, when Geno Smith was on that roster, you're like, if Geno Smith's a starter, we're in deep doo-doo. So there is a second life or a third life out there. If you can find a team who can play to your strengths, if you can learn a ton, if you can regain your confidence, if you can be a professional, and that's what Geno Smith has done. So when you watch Zach Wilson, you're like, man, I can't believe anybody would ever turn around his career after the start. He's had Geno Smith's doing it. Matter of fact, Vinny Testaverde did it with the Jets. Vinny was a bum when he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, wasn't he? It's a long, long life. Baker Mayfield's having a, a, a rebirth in Tampa. It's a long, long life. But to the people who say, I haven't seen this before. Dude, Colorado this year is USC last year. 
Same deal. Right? A little bit different scale. Colorado was, but you're like, well, Colorado won one game. USC won four. For USC to win four games, a little perspective. Okay, remember they won five games, but granted in a in a COVID shortened year. They hadn't won uh four games in a season since 1991. Yikes. So it happens. There have been turnarounds, and you bring your quarterback or your Gucci luggage with you, and you're gonna be pretty good. It's called perspective. That's what we're actually here for. We're here to give opinion, but we also have to give historical perspective. And for historical perspective on Zach Wilson, just watch Geno Smith tonight. Right? There'll be a lot of Giants fans like, man, we should have held on to Geno. Right? This guy, this guy, we gave him a new contract. He stinks. I, 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 got, I got another take for you I think you guys will like. Did you guys watch Cowboys Patriots yesterday? You were working during that game, Dan, because uh, you do uh, after the afternoon games here on Fox Sports Radio. That is correct. Yes. What what is the what's the difference between the Cowboys and the Patriots? Um, I mean, other than that, the Cowboys are clearly better. <laughs> um, I would say they have a better quarterback. Better running game, uh, better skill position players. A lot more speed. Is that fair? Sure. Okay. Now, look, it's fair that Dak was a fourth-round pick, so it's not like the Patriots didn't have a chance to draft. But I don't think anybody knew Dak was going to be this. But I got a a hypothesis, maybe even a theory for you on the Patriots, that the sole reason the Patriots are so average is Bill Belichick. It works both ways. Do I think they're great at drafting? I don't. But I also think that it's all a numbers game. And you look at all of these teams, and at one point in time, they all bottomed out. Even the Chiefs. Now, I know they got Mahomes at 10. So it wasn't like, but the Patriots have never drafted at 10, have they? I remember the Chiefs, the year before Andy Reid got there, I think they won three games. That began the process of replenishing your roster. Because it's not just that you draft in the top five in the first round, you draft in the top five in the second round. In the, th- the second round, a top five pick, that's a quasi-first rounder. Whereas you get down to the bottom of the second round, that's really a third rounder. And so on and so forth. The reason the Patriots are so average is they never sucked it up and just lost. The year Brady left, okay, Those of us who remember, again, historical perspective, they had eight opt-outs, plus they lost Brady, and they were in cap hell. He had a quarterback in Cam Newton who couldn't throw a football. Cam Newton's shoulder is shot. He can't, and when you say he can't, I've seen him, I've seen the videos. Like, can you throw the football for me, you, Dan, yes. But in the NFL caliber, he cannot throw a football. That's why his career is over. Make no mistake about it. He can't throw a football. He had three games, and I think they won a couple of them, where he threw for less than 100 yards. Like, that is some wizardry crap. Belichick is such a good coach that he can win with below average talent, which hurts them because, and he's so competitive, and they find a way to, you know, get into the dumpster bin of guys that are out in the street and figure out a way to use them that they ne- they're never terrible. And the only way to get good is to be terrible. The Patriots have not picked in the top 10 since 2008. 
with Gerard Mayo. Prior to that, who was, by the way, the 10th overall by pick? The way. Yeah. Uh, it, Richard Seymour was picked sixth in 2001. Who's a stud, right? But that's how long it's been. Right. It's 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 like, but but again, like, let's look at these teams. Uh, can you make the point that Dak was a fourth round pick? Sure. Okay. But then go and look at other Cowboys picks that they've had, and like, well, that's because they because the Cowboys have had good year, good year, bad year, good year, good year, bad year. Right. I mean, go through the top teams in the NFL. Like, well, why are the Dolphins so good? Well, they were bad for like 20 years. And they tanked to get Tua. San Francisco 49ers, they were bad after after Harbaugh. They were awful. And they drafted pretty well. And then they got to be decent, and then Garoppolo got hurt. And that year, that's when they drafted Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel, first and second round. Don't get me wrong, you have to take advantage of those opportunities and get some good players, but you also have to be willing to suck it up and lose games. And Belichick and his pride and also his brilliance, he's like, I ain't losing. They've been ba- Those are bad teams. Those are not talented teams. Outside, they just don't have it. And you can't magically make it up. You know, they hit on the cornerback that they got this year who just dislocated his shoulder, right? Uh, Gonzalez, Christian Gonzalez is his name? dislocated shoulder like he's a stud but like you have to be so good to hit in the 20s or in the teens on a first round pick oh why are the Bengals so good well Joe Burrow's number one pick and then Joe Burrow got hurt and they got Jamar Chase duh yes T.Y. Hilton great pick in the second round great pick but make no mistake about it their studs come from the fact that the Bengals were horrific for about a four-year stretch the Buffalo Bills had a 13-year streak of not making the playoffs. Where do you think they got all the players? The Miami Dolphins were bad, and then they tanked. That's how they got Tua. And yeah, they made a brilliant move to go out and get Tyreek Hill, who's way better than anyone could have thought. And probably the reason they got Tyreek Hill and can't say it was one, he wanted too much money, and two, Tyreek Hill is like one call to the cops away from never playing football again. Can we be honest with that? So we, we act like like Belichick's an idiot, I actually think he's not the greatest draft in the world. It's not terrible, but it's really hard when you're that good a coach that you never say die and never. He's like the Tiger Woods of football coaches. Like the whole Tiger Woods thing was he would always grind and find a way to finish strong, even if he had a bad weekend. Like he'd make the cut, and this is before like end of career Tiger. Is that is that fair, Dan? That like just the grinding of finding a way in the top ten on a Sunday when he had bad. Thursdays and Fridays was amazing. Sure, yeah, his no cut streak is actually one of the uh, the probably the most impressive streak of any of all of his records. And here's Bill Belichick after the game yesterday, summing up the worst loss. I just said we didn't do anything well enough as a team. So it includes everybody, coaches, players, offense, defense, special teams. So wasn't anything that was good enough. What if he said bus driver was terrible? Pre-game meal was bad too. Like, people crush Bill Belichick. Like, dude, there isn't a single human being who could win more games with the teams that he's had. Yes, is Belichick, the, the GM, ultimately going to end lead to the demise of Belichick, the head coach? Sure. But Belichick, the head coach, is so good that he's actually hurt the ability for Belichick, the GM, to do the job. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're great. We'll get our love-hate in a second. We'd love to have Ben Volan on. He works for the Boston Globe. He covers the entire National Football League. He joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Ben, um... Um, I, I know you cover the whole league, but you have covered the Patriots uh, individually as well. And my take on the Patriots is that Belichick is the gift and the and the curse, right? Is that um, Belichick obviously is hurt as a coach because of him, uh, because he's basically the GM, right? And president and everything. But he's hurt as the president and GM because he's such a good coach that, hell, with Cam Newton who couldn't throw a football, they still went 7-9. and nine. Like, they've never been terrible and it's really hard to replenish your reserves if you're not terrible. Like everybody else has gone through a, a stretch where they've been in the top five drafting. They haven't dropped in the top 10 since 2008. And I think ultimately that's why they are where they are. Is that a decent hypothesis? Uh, yeah, I, I think that lets Belichick off the hook a little bit for several years of, of bad drafting. I, I know the NFL draft is a crapshoot and every team has misses. But you look at the Patriots' first-round picks, um, since like 2016 and on, and it's pretty dreadful. And yes, they're picking in the low 20s every time, but there are good players always selected in that range. And there are years they selected Nikhil Harry instead of Debo Samuel and DK Metcalf and A.J. Brown, and they took uh, Tyquan Thornton, another receiver, instead of George Pickens, two spots ahead of Pickens. So, you know, the Patriots, their only draft picks the last few years have been like interior linemen and running backs. Um, uh, yes, the Patriots' success has made it a little bit harder for them to find the truly elite talent, but their their draft picks really for a while have been terrible. And even the last few years when we've been saying it's been better, here they are at the end of training camp releasing all these guys and, and 
just not giving guys time to develop. I, I think Belichick has lost patience. Um, you know, he's lost a lot of his staff. I mean, McDaniels is gone, Patricia, um, Ernie Adams, Nick Casario. I mean, most of Belichick's allies are gone. The, the drafting and development just hasn't been there. They've lost patience. Uh, and they've built just a, a very non-explosive, non-exciting team that, every, you know, the bottom really fell out yesterday in Dallas. So just uh, n- not a good scene right now for Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Uh, what's the likelihood that this Zach Wilson – is that Zach Wilson will see the rest of the year? Uh, I think that's probably a tall a, a, a tall order for Zach Wilson. Probably tough to expect him to consistently play well uh, week in week out. He just hasn't shown it yet in the NFL. You know, tremendous building block last night, home game. Um, you know, the Chiefs are struggling a little bit, so uh, I, that was a good spot for him. That was a nice comeback. He played much better. The second and third quarter, of course, couldn't ultimately avoid the crippling mistake. But that was a, a good building block for, for Zach Wilson. But, like, let's not put this guy in Canton just yet. He, he has been very inconsistent throughout his career. Decision-making, pocket presence has been very skittish. Uh, and let's see how he does in his next road start. But, I mean, what a great what a great story it was. And He's becoming very likable on this team. How can you not root for the Jets right now with everything that they're going through? No, no, no question about it. No question about it. Let's work our way back to the Patriots. Uh, is Mac Jones the starter this week? Yeah, I, I would expect Mac to still be the starter moving forward, but uh, I think he is probably on much thinner ice now than he has been before. I just I don't know if the coaching staff really believes in Bailey Zappi either. That's a guy that they released at the end of training camp and exposed him to waivers and, and brought him back on the practice squad before you know finally re-signing him as the backup. So, uh, you know, everything I had heard from the you know, second half of last season onward was that Mac Jones had really separated himself from Bailey Zappi. So obviously I don't think that, that didn't um, uh, present itself yesterday in Dallas, but I still think Mac probably gives the Patriots the best chance to win. That said, I just, you know, he's not, we, his physical limitations were on full display yesterday and are, are what, are going to hold the Patriots back. He's not a, a big quarterback. You know, he got stuffed on a quarterback sneak. He's not fast. He got caught from behind by Dante Fowler, and the ball got knocked out, and they returned it for a touchdown. He doesn't have a big arm. He he, he sails his throws to the sideline. They picked him off a couple times and returned one for a pick six. So if, if you don't have any plus traits, size, speed, or arm strength, it's hard for a young quarterback to, to really succeed in today's NFL. And, and I think what you're seeing with Mac. And, and the Patriots is just a very limited offense with a limited quarterback. Ben Bolin joins us from the Boston Globe. He covers the entire National Football League. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app. What the Bills do to slow down um, the Miami Dolphins? From what I can gather, they just got their hands up in the passing lanes. Uh, they just tried to clog the passing lanes as much as they can instead of a straight rush of two uh, more just like try to do jumping jacks and get in the way, and, and I think that was pretty effective. But, uh, you know, also it, it was really about the Dolphins' defense. Uh, you know, the Dolphins' offense still put up 400 yards yesterday. There, even though it was only 20 points, uh, you know, that game kind of got away from them in the second half, had a, a turnover or two. But um, the, the Dolphins' defense, you know, it, that was supposed to be, well, they got Vic Fangio and, and he's going to fix that side of the ball. Where They're, they're 28th in scoring right now, and the, the Bills, I thought they were going to put up 70 on the Dolphins yesterday. The Bills went up and down in the first half and scored 31 points. 
So that's going to be hard for the. That's hard for any team, even the Dolphins, to, to keep pace with that. Um, so you know, props to the Bills. They that's three straight blowout wins for them. And this wasn't the Commanders. This was the Dolphins. The Bills have now beaten the Dolphins ten out of eleven times. So the, the division definitely still goes through Buffalo until further notice. Uh, the Dolphins will be back, but Vic Fangio has uh, a lot of work to do on that side of the football. No question about it. Um, okay, I, I know the Broncos won the game, but a second straight week where their their defense just gets torched, torched, torched. Um, what's going on with Sean Payton's club? Yeah, it's not not a good reflection on uh, defensive coordinator Vance Joseph and the unit that they're putting together because I think I think the Broncos were a top ten defense last year. Uh, now there's probably been a, a decent amount of roster turnover, but um, uh, the Broncos, yeah, they're they're a mess and their offense isn't dynamic enough. Usually, that was a good comeback win against a, another terrible team, the Bears, yesterday. But generally speaking, the Broncos' offense hasn't been dynamic enough yet to be able to keep pace in a shootout. But I do think that you have to give Peyton and Russell Wilson some credit because Russell Wilson is playing much better this year. It's, it's safe uh, football. He, he's not really pushing the ball downfield much, but I believe he only has one interception so far and, and seven or eight touchdown passes. So Russell Wilson, half the battle is just avoiding the turnovers, and he's doing a much better job of that this year. Obviously, that Dolphins game was a disaster in every way. And it was it was looking like it was going to be again uh, yesterday in Chicago. So I think you have to give him credit for coming back in the fourth quarter. But yeah, Vance Joseph, if he doesn't fix things soon, I, I don't know how patient Sean Payton's going to be with with Vance Joseph and that side of the football. This is Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Ben Volan. He covers the entire National Football League for the Boston uh, for the Boston Globe. Um, you know, Riverboat Ron, as as I, I gave historical context, right? People forget that his first couple years in Carolina, he was super conservative. And then all of a sudden he started going for it. So they gave him the kind of nickname, kind of tongue-in-cheek, Riverboat Ron, and it stuck. But how do you not go for it when you're an underdog to the Eagles on the road and you got a young quarterback in Sam Howell making like his fourth start? How do you not go for it there? Yeah, I think you said in the beginning, um, Ron Rivera, despite the nickname, I don't think has um, really historically been one of the more uh, – he has been one of the more risk-averse coaches who prefers kicking the field goal or, or you know taking the safer route. And, you know, I guess it backfired yesterday. They took the Eagles to, to overtime, so I give them a lot of credit there. But the fourth down decision probably won. He'd like to have back. But, you know, it, it can be tough for these coaches. It's a lot – it's a lot easier for them to just kind of kick the field goal because then ultimately the players get kind of blamed for what happens. The players win or lose it. Whereas if you go for it on fourth down and miss like Brandon Staley or like Matt Eberflus, the bears coach, and you don't get it, boy, are you getting all the heat and what is this idiot thinking? So, uh, you know, for the coaches, it's tough to, to kind of stick to the math and to go for it. But uh, I, I bet you that Ron Rivera probably wishes he could have that decision back. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Ben, uh, tonight, you know what's interesting is, tell me if you like this one, okay? You're watching last night and Zach Wilson, Jet quarterback, you know, who everybody made fun of up until last night. And then tonight you got Geno Smith, who was a Jet quarterback. Granted, not the number, number two pick in the draft, second round pick. But remember, he was run out of town. Then he's with the Giants, and he's the one who replaced Eli on that ill-fated start to stop Eli's streak. And now he's... He's a solid quarterback, right? Like, he's the ultimate. How interesting is that, that he gets a shot at his old team in the Meadowlands tonight? 
always, uh, you know, when you talk about great redemption stories, Zach Wilson can only hope to be what Geno Smith became last year. To come out of nowhere, he wasn't even supposed to be the starting quarterback. He had to win the job in training camp last year. He did. He had a, a fantastic season and now got a big contract where he's getting paid $30 million a year. So uh, kind of a Hollywood story for Geno and hasn't been quite, you know, perfect to start this season, but the Seahawks are uh, two and one, you know, solid on both sides of the football, really good uh, offensive and defensive lines. I actually picked them to come out of the NFC and, and uh, be in the Super Bowl this year. Someone I talked to and respect uh, was just saying, man, that team is loaded with young talent. John Schneider and Pete Carroll have done a tremendous job of, of drafting and, and restocking uh, the talent there in Seattle. And so, yeah, Geno Smith going up against the Giants, huge game for Brian Dable. They've got to win and get back to two and two. The Giants do. That's it. In that division with Dallas and the Eagles, the Giants can't afford to drop to one and three. So definitely a big game for them tonight and uh, should be fun to see what Gino can do against the old team. Awesome stuff as always. Ben, hope you had a great weekend. Love your work. Appreciate you joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Thanks a lot, Doug. That's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Um, Let's play a little love or hate for the weekend, shall What we? did you love? God, I love you. And what did you hate? Meet these player haters. Uh, and, uh, guys, we, we have Taylor Swift possible references, right, with the with the love and with the hate. Uh, let's start with the guy who has uh, the, the smallest heart of us, right, the, the, the ultimate hater in Jason Stewart. Give me something you loved first. Uh, yesterday... In the Chargers Raiders game, I saw something that could be like a a season changing episode. Jerry Tillery had a cheap shot out of bounds on the Chargers sideline, uh, hit Justin Herbert late, and to see the entire roster of Charger players. Yes, I think get even the Spanoses came down and yeah. were like throwing things at Jerry. They were pushing Brandon Staley away to get to uh, Tillery. And in my mind, that's symbolic. I think this team has made up their mind that we're going to spite the dumbass that coaches us and we're going to win in spite of his incompetence. That that action was a symbol. They were pushing the head coach away from the pile. We are going to come to Justin Herbert's defense right well, now. Well, I, I mean, I'll give you can I give you a little backstory on Jerry Tillery, who of course was a high draft pick of the L.A. Chargers, right? And they, he was, last year he was cut and then signed by the Chargers. The reason they cut him was not just because he's not that good. The reason was he wouldn't go hard in practice. Like he wasn't he wasn't particularly good. He was from a different scheme. Remember, he was drafted before Brandon Staley's scheme, drafted the old scheme. It didn't really fit in, but they still liked him. We're going to keep him. Uh, he got called up to the principal's office, and I guess, I don't know if it was the GM or somebody in the front office was like, hey, dude, like, look, this isn't the coach who drafted you, and you're not giving high-level effort. So he went down. They had, like, a walkthrough, and he went 100%. It was, like, pushing dudes, tackling dudes, going crazy, and that's when they cut him because he's just, he's a whack job. So that, there's a little ba- background there. But I like that you love. All right, uh Nobody watches more football than Dan Byer. Give me something you love. I love that the uh, Chargers still can't convert a play that people in the NFL want banned. Yes. <laughs> Only the Chargers can run the play. That they, it's so Everybody does. It's so good. It's illegal. 
Except when the Chargers do. <laughs> yes, it was pretty amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, that I, I did love that. It was a Buckeye bye week, and so Saturday was a little bit open for me. Outside, you mentioned Auburn, Georgia. Outside of LSU, Ole Miss, and and a late uh, score oh, by LSU, Notre Ole Miss Dame. Was so good. Yeah. It was uh, it was a nice college football weekend. It wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. You had USC, Colorado, as you mentioned, but it wasn't like I just felt like I was exhausted. So it was nice in that part. So I loved that. John, which which, which game was the uh, which game did the guy do the um, the somersault off of the goalpost? That was Ole Miss. <laughs> that was Ole Miss. Ole Miss. That, that was, was Ole Miss. Image of the week. There was a bunch but, of stuff going on. Ole Miss. There was a security guard who was like whiffing on people, and then he nailed a woman yeah. with an elbow. Yes, that was. They had the blue uniforms. Of Ole Miss are incredible. Incredible. Yes. And, uh, incredible. And, and that was also the one where the LSU players shoved the fan on yes. the ground. Yes. So there was there was, there was all a lot. Of that. There was a lot going on there. John Ramos, something you loved. Uh, I love the uh for the children out there in the world, the ESPN Toy Story game. Did you watch that? It mimicked the Jacksonville Atlanta Falcons game in oh, London. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, where they were actually it was actually Toy Story esque and you could pick it was quite interesting to see and the kids loved that stuff. So I, I enjoyed <laughs> it that. Kinda cheapened the idea of I know it's never been animated, but the idea they could recreate it that quickly, you're like, Yeah, I, th- I thought a lot more work went into the whole Toy Story thing. And <laughs> <laughs> then just that. <laughs> Did I hear that they they put like chips on every player? That's no, yes. they do. They yeah. put the chips on everybody's shoulder yep. pads yes. to follow them like that to simulate oh, them. Yes, yeah. yes. Guys already play with chips, not just on their shoulder. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> a, it's a real thing. I'll, I'll take take you inside the the beltway of uh, like in basketball at practices now. There's a shot tracker technology, so nobody has to keep stats. It keeps the stats for them. It's amazing tech. So that, but yes, that tech was used for that. That was that was incredible. Um, I'll give you something I love from uh, from Saturday. Okay, from Saturday, I, I love watching. Um, I love watching Brock Bowers play. Brock Bowers is a monster. Uh, if you haven't seen him, okay, he's number nineteen. He's a junior for Georgia. Georgia's not as good as they have been. Right. They were just completely dominant last year. You can't sustain that number of guys leaving to the NFL, especially in the Porto era, and being the same. So they're not as good, but they're still undefeated. And the reason they're still undefeated is Brock Bowers. He's like Superman. He He's always open, and then you can't bring him down when he gets it. Watching him play football and watching the orange and the red and the, you know, <clears throat> the war eagle, the whole thing, but watching Brock Bowers play football – was a treat for me, and the dogs get a win on the planes. How right. does he uh, project? What's his uh, first round pro draft prospects? pick? Is top, it top ten pick? Easily first tight end taken. Is that? I mean, he's incredible. Six four two forty runs. Give me some you hate, Jay Stu. You know how uh, as volatile as the running back market is, and it's pissed all the running backs off and their agents. Yeah, I think fantasy owners are just as pissed off by. The inconsistency in the use of the running backs in fantasy football. Some guy named Jaleel McLaughlin <laughs> yesterday uh, took over the carries for the Broncos. He scored. He had a bunch of points. He's just one in a long list of running backs that has completely confused the fantasy landscape. 
And it's made fantasy football, season-long fantasy football, more of a gamble than ever. And when you make it more of a gamble, that makes it less fun because there there is the perception of skill when you enter a season-long league. Otherwise, you could just play one-day fantasy on DraftKings or something. Um, the running back market and the inconsistency in, in, of use is making fantasy football less fun, and I hate that. Uh, Debar? I hate the U.S. is showing at the Ryder Cup. Oh. Simple as that. Did, did you like Ricky Fowler going to give me a, to, to lose the Ryder Cup? That was not good. Put yes. it out. Come on, Ricky. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was not great. Also, him he didn't play at all on Saturday. He was the only American to not play. Just a weird, weird weekend. Uh, but Italy looked great. The U.S. didn't. Team Europe Ramos. wins. I hated the fact that guess who's back, back again, the Houston Astros. Oh, that was mine. (laughs) God, I hate them. They finished exactly the same record as the Rangers, except they have the tiebreaker. So they win the West, and the Rangers now have to play the Tampa Bay Rays, one of the best teams of baseball in in the wild card series. Good luck. They're so good. That's what's hateable about them. They're so good. And they cheated to win a World Series. Outside of that, they're totally lovable. Totally lovable. Uh, what I hate, I hate that every Charger game is the same. It just is. We got this one, boys. I was talking to my son. He's flying home. He's like, man, we're up big in the Raiders, Dad. I was like, yeah, they're starting a rookie quarterback. We're good. We're good. And then you start watching the score, watching the game. You're like, we're not good. We're not good. Guess what we're going to do? Go for it on fourth down deep in our own territory and not get it. It's Groundhog Day. Again, that's it for love and hate here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. You can tweet us at Gottlieb Show. Coming up next, how does Damian Lillard feel about his new team in Milwaukee? You'll hear from him in the press next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Quarterback exchange. The Chiefs think they've got the ball. They've got it at the 46-yard line of the Jets. Recovered by Turk Wharton. The Chiefs have won here twice since then. Get out of here with a victory and take it. But the Chiefs get out of here with their third victory to go to 3-1 and one with a 23-20 victory here against the New York That's Jets. That's our Progressive Play of the Day. Progressive making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Our thanks to 106.5 The Wolf Chiefs Radio Network with the calls. Let's get to Dan Byron, the press. The Press. Danny B., what do you got? A Doug, Damian Lillard, now a member of the Milwaukee Bucks, talking about how he's going to fit in with Giannis and crew. Coming into this situation is um, very, very easy. You know, you look at somebody like Giannis, you look at Chris, you look at Brooke, you look, you know, when I looked at the roster, it was very easy for me to make sense of, you know, what my job is going to be. Yeah, he also said I'm more than serviceable defensively. That's not exactly a resounding I'm going to guard somebody, but... I think the Bucks offensively got better. I don't know if that makes them better in the playoffs. That's my only question. Uh, we could agree to disagree in that scenario, okay. but hey, couldn't get any worse than the last playoffs, tell you that much. Fair enough. Did you see the Trevor Bauer video within no. the last two hours, because you're obviously doing a national radio show, but Trevor Bauer has released about a four-minute uh, speech as the lawsuit that was filed against him and his lawsuit against his accuser, Lindsey Hill. Both of those have been dropped. And Trevor Bauer releasing a bunch of information as he clears his name, saying that neither side uh, exchanged any money. He didn't pay her off. He didn't want any money for her. He also retained his right to speak publicly about the matter. Therefore, that's why he used this four minutes on social media to explain his side of the story. And, uh, yeah, let's just say it's very, very interesting and not good for the accuser. No, I mean, if he he didn't give money and he retained his right to speak, it it feels like, yeah, blackmailed. But I still don't think he pitches a Major League Baseball game. Yeah, it's uh, interesting to see. Uh, Tonight, Seahawks and Giants. On Thursday, Commanders and Bears. Nobody wants to be there. Uh, Bears don't even want Chase Claypool there. Head coach Matt Eberflew says that he's not going to be with the team this week after he was inactive yesterday and won't be available uh, for them on Thursday. That's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Your Hawks are two and a half point favorites in New York tonight. Who do you like? I'm going all Seahawks, of course. Uh, what about you there, uh, uh, Jason Stewart? I think the Seahawks will be grounded. Uh, well, what, what, what do you think, Dallas? I, I like the Seahawks, yes. I'm going to take the Giants. The G-Man! Sorry, I just want to be obnoxious for a second. I'm pretty good at it. Being obnoxious, not the G-Man thing. <sighs> Heck of a show. The In The Bonus podcast is live. You don't want to miss it. We'll talk Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. We'll have Jason Stewart give us the whole Taylor Swift, his favorite Taylor Swift song and all that stuff breakdown. Something like that. That's up next on the iHeartRadio app. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com.